Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials. You can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. And welcome back to the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and this week I'm joined by my colleagues Leah and Jasmine. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and we are going to be talking about Pinterest. So we're going to talk um, about what it is, what purpose it serves, um, should you be doing it for your own business, and if so, how do you even get started with it? Um, so a lot of a fair amount we will cover today. Um, we will, as ever, start with the kind of very basic. So um, Jasmine, maybe you could give us a little bit of a quick overview in terms of what exactly Pinterest is for those that might not already know. Yeah, so Pinterest is an image-led social media platform where people can find inspiration and ideas for their interests or their hobbies or whether you're you know renovating a house or looking for a new recipe Um, and every idea is represented by what is called a pin which is an image that is essentially searched and saved for by the users and you can use the pins as well to um, link back to websites which is why Pinterest is great for driving traffic and sales mm-hmm. um, and I suppose from a business perspective pins can help people find more information on the products that they're looking to buy. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a big pin board isn't it like a big mood board for yeah, people it is. Yeah. yeah which is what makes it different to something like Instagram which is still image-led but doesn't serve that same purpose. Yeah I think that's a really interesting point as well that Yes, Pinterest is social media, but actually it's kind of a crossover between social media and a search engine. Mm. So it's, you know, it's a visual search engine. Um, and that's why I like Pinterest. And you don't have, it's not all about the engagement as it would be on social media. It is more about the content. Um, and there mm. is that engagement element as well, but that is not the make or break of the platform. It is about having that that content and how you how you can search for it. Mm. And as you say, is um Jasmine, you just said in terms of what people use it for, it tends to, it's very much about getting inspiration, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've just renovated our house and I've lived on Pinterest for the last, <laughs> Me too. The last year and a half, trying to find yeah. inspiration on what I want to do with the living room and what mm. colour scheme I want to go for. And yeah, yeah. so it is, it is really good for that. Yeah, I'm the same. A few years ago, we renovated our house and I think I've got a board for every room and then yeah. got holiday ideas we've got boards for color schemes we've got boards for present ideas cakes Mm -hmm. recipes like every element of my life I think has a (laughs) has a Pinterest board (laughs) (laughs) and it's great for and actually it's um it shows doesn't it that people who are on Pinterest in terms of their consumer journey before they're you know where they are in terms of where they're thinking of 
buying, they're quite far along there already, aren't they? They already know, like you said, they're already renovating a house. You're already about to get married or, you know, have a baby and you're looking for inspiration for a nursery. All that sort of stuff is you're looking for inspiration, but you are, you are on that journey to purchase already. So it's a, it's a great, great platform. Absolutely. And I think, I think a lot of people kind of use Pinterest personally um, and are kind of very familiar with with the platform from their own personal interest. But I think not everybody realizes what benefits it can have for their business. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, that is that exactly like you say, everybody that's on the platform is already engaged. So I think I, I read a stat that Pinterest users are two point two times more likely to say that their discoveries on Pinterest have led to a sale when compared to other social media platforms mm-hmm. because they're already there looking for a specific reason to be there um they're looking for that inspiration they're looking at where they can get those those products that are making up their their mood boards um and in terms of other benefits that can for, for pinterest from a marketing perspective from a business perspective mm-hmm. um is that it is an amazing 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 tool for driving organic traffic and yeah. that is because um i know jasmine touched on this earlier every pin includes a link or can has the option to include a link so that can link through to blog posts that you've written or um, kind of a lead magnet or a freebie that you might have or a podcast episode that you might mm-hmm. have released um, or, you know, a call to action on your own website. So all the time you're pinning, you're driving that traffic exactly mm-hmm. where you want to be. And that is the massive difference as well between kind of Pinterest and the other social media platforms and the, the other platforms are trying to keep you on their platform where that's not Pinterest's goal. Their, their goal is to get people linking through to all, all of this inspiration um, and Pinterest creates the kind of hub, the, the search engine to, to store all of that with the beauty of it being on, in, in you know, categorized into boards mm. so you can easily mm-hmm. find that content and store, store that content. Um, so it makes it a really, really cost-effective kind of advertising mm. channel for any, any business. It's free yeah. to get started. Um, there is obviously, you can do ads and things like that, but I think that's for a completely different episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's an episode all on its own. But to get started and to get pinning and to get people mm. to your pins and then essentially, essentially drive them to your to your website is completely free. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another great benefit of Pinterest is that it's um, the audience is so vast. Mm-hmm. So you will have people that are over 50 using it and you will have people that are under the age of 25 using it so you can reach a very wide audience through Pinterest yeah I think they still say don't they that it's it's slightly more skewed towards women still I think they are Mm -hmm. narrowing the gap there but I think they're still slightly more skewed towards women and slightly more skewed to the kind of younger generation but yeah I mean I, I think I 431 million active users 431 million <laughs> that's a lot of people in one place yeah that are mm. all as we said ready to finding inspiration because they're ready to actually yep. start making purchases so yeah. it's a great opportunity for businesses and a, a great place to go and sometimes I think it can be quite overlooked as a platform massively yeah, yeah. I think that's actually more users than um Twitter yeah yeah and and twitter also isn't a place where people are making purchases 
That's kind of more a gossip place. <laughs> more, a place <laughs> yeah. more a place to get the scoop on something, which is great, and to get yeah. the latest news, but not necessarily a place you go to for inspiration. And that's it. And like yeah. I said earlier, with, with Pinterest, you don't have to have these massive followings to be getting views on your pins. It might be that your your kind of profile doesn't have a massive following, but one of your pins has been reshared so many times that that is gaining loads of traction. So I feel like you don't have to play like the games that you have to play on other mm-hmm. social media, where it's all about how many followers you've got, how many likes, how many interactions. That doesn't really exist so much on Pinterest. It's there, but it's not it's not the focus. It is about getting that great content out there and that inspiration for people to be saving it down mm-hmm. into their boards. Um, and then, like say, hopefully clicking through to what you're trying to lead them through mm-hmm. to most likely your website. And so, you know, in terms of we've talked about some of some of the benefits, but, you know, how do you determine if it is right for you as a key platform you should be using? So I think if you if you've got a if, if you're looking to target people who are using that platform, then it is a no-brainer mm-hmm. that it's there available available to you. And like I say, you don't have those those games that you have to play on, mm-hmm. on other social media platforms. Um, it's relatively easy to get started. I think we'll come on to kind of maybe in a minute some 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 more of the pros and cons, but it is easy to get started. And if one of your key marketing objectives is to kind of drive brand awareness and drive people to your website, then it's a no-brainer that Pinterest is an excellent way to do that. Mm-hmm. And like we said, often very much overlooked. Yeah, I think people would look to other social media platforms such as Instagram and Facebook before they chose Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's just massively overlooked, but mm. it is it's quite an easy win with, you know, it is hard work and we'll, we'll come on to it all in a minute. It, yeah. it is hard work, <laughs> but perhaps not as much as you, you think it might yeah. be to get going on the platform. Exactly. And as you say, if there's that audience there and if it ties into your objectives then it's you know definitely something that that you should be you should be looking at um anything else on sort of the benefits before actually before we dive we dive into kind of taking the steps in terms of getting started have we anything else on on benefits or should we dive straight into dive straight into into, let's dive into the steps shall we to get started (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it was like that's what we're here for. Shush yes. about the other stuff. <laughs> I already we know, know I want to do it. I've already clicked on the title of the podcast <laughs> that says Pinterest, um, which says steps on how to get started. Well, I mean, yeah, if if a business has said, right, it is for me, I know it ties up with my objectives, the audience is there, it's something I want to do. What do they even do as a as a first step? Okay, so I would say the first step is when you are setting up your account, I mean, you might already have a Pinterest account that you have been using, but now you want to use it for business purposes. I would say straight away, convert that to a business account. Or if you're setting up from scratch, make sure it's a business account that you're you're setting up. If it is a personal account that you've had and you're now switching it to a business account for purposes of promoting your business, then have a real good look through your boards and delete anything that's not relevant Mm-hmm. Um, because Pinterest is very, very good at kind of analyzing what content you're interested in and what sorts of things you're pinning. And it will give you more of the same in your your home feed and your kind of suggested content and things like mm-hmm. that. So if all of your personal 
boards aren't really of relevance to what you'll Mm. be doing with your business, then get rid of them. So it might actually be easier. I personally have kind of business account and then, Mm -hmm. you know, anything personal is a separate account. I was going to actually ask you, Leah, did you have your personal one? Because Leah has a business that she runs (laughs) and a side hustle, a little little (laughs) side hustle. Um, And did you, is that what you did? Did you have to? Yeah. Yeah, because my, yeah, my personal account, like you said earlier, is full of inspiration for the house or Mm -hmm. holidays or recipes, kids' birthday cakes, things like that. (laughs) And where some of that is quite relevant, um, I I set up a completely new business account um, and really just focused on what would be of interest to those people that would be looking at my content there. Um, which leads on to my next point, Jenny, <laughs> and that is like identifying your ideal target audience. So mm-hmm. when you're setting up your Pinterest account, make sure you understand who it is that you want to be seeing your product or service. Who's your ideal customer? What kind of lifestyle do they have? What sorts of things are they interested in? Not just so much their demographics, although that's important, their age, mm-hmm. where they're from, all of that kind of thing. What are their interests? What are their passions? What really inspires them? Mm-hmm. Um, and then make sure that your content is going to be aligned to what they're going to be searching for. So with Pinterest, um, it is all based, it's, because it is a, essentially a search engine, it's all very much based on SEO and keywords. So once you know your audience, you can kind of start looking for what keywords they might be using. Mm-hmm. And to do that, it's easy enough to go onto Pinterest itself. And for example, for, for us as an agent, a PR agency, we might look at PR or marketing and it will kind of autofill what sorts of queries are coming up based on those, those mm-hmm. words. So you can use that to then decide what your keyword list is um, and make a list of those keywords and then make sure when you're putting your content together, so any of your pins, any of your, your boards, that you infuse those keywords into everything that you do so that anybody looking for those keyboards is going to be finding you and your content within that yeah so that's how you kind of um get started with kind of setting up your account and then once you understand your keywords and your ideal audience then start looking at the kind of content and perhaps it would be a really good idea at this point to put like a content calendar together Mm -hmm. um based on what else you've got going on in your business um you might already have a blog, so you can tie Pinterest in with your blog content. You can have everything working together um, and build a calendar so that you have got a consistent number of pins going out on Pinterest. So I think this is key with Pinterest. It does need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's varying reports as well. Some people say as long as you kind of post once a week, that can kind of keep things going. Some people post 20 to 30 times a day. Which sounds crazy. Ooh, wow, <laughs> that wow. Sounds crazy. <laughs> and obviously, the more pins you have, is, oh. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> the more pins you have, the more views you're going to get, which boosts your overall account. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Um, but yes, 25 to 30 pins a day is not achievable for everybody. Mm. However, the, the beauty with Pinterest, is, and this is the thing I love most about it, is that you can have one piece of content. So you may have one blog piece um, that you have sitting on your website, but you can create 10 different pieces, that's all, 10 different pins where you change the graphic or you change the title mm-hmm. or you change the method. Maybe you do one as a video to go along with your, your kind of static pins as well. Um, and they can all link back to that one piece of content. So yes, you have to create the pin, you have to create the graphic, but it's essentially all leading back to that one same piece yeah. of content. 
So one blog that you have on your website might be 10 pins. And all of a sudden, that doesn't sound so unachievable. That doesn't sound like such hard work. That's, you know, another hour or so just creating some graphics to go with that blog. Um, And then obviously, once you've got your content plan, then you can start deciding how you want to to let those go out into the world of Pinterest. And again, with with Pinterest, there is the option to schedule on there. So once you have your piece of content and you have your 10 pins leading from that, you can then um, schedule those 10 pins over the course of a week, over the course of two weeks, over the course of a day, if that's how you so choose. (laughs) So it's all kind of automated. So Mm -hmm. it sounds like a lot of work. But actually, when you look at it like that, one piece of content can create so much on Pinterest. Um, So... So yeah, so it's create your Pinterest content calendar, plan to pin consistently, but then automate your strategy. So like yeah. I say, have that one piece of content that might last you two weeks, get them all booked in and then mm-hmm. look to your next one. And I bet you're already using that piece of content on your other social media channels anyway. You're probably already posting it to Facebook yeah. and, and um, Instagram or whatever. So it's not additional work. It's using what you've already got. And, and building on that yeah make we it work always, in another platform exactly we say that a lot don't we with your content yeah. is make it work repurpose. as hard as, yeah <laughs> repurpose make it work really hard for you you know you've got stuff you you'll be pushing this through your newsletter as well once you've got your pinterest board yeah. you'll be pushing it through newsletters you'll be you know linking to it on other social media channels it's just make it work as hard as possible and yeah as you said leah suddenly it's not additional work it's just tweaking it and making it suitable for that platform yeah and and just like other social media platforms make sure you're looking at key points throughout the year that aren't even necessarily just about you and your product and service but you know national talk like a pirate day or whatever it is that links (laughs) into we always like that one jenny don't we (laughs) it's always the one they've done a good job because when they whatever they launched it years and years ago um it's the one that seems so ridiculous that it is always the first example I think of when I think of National <laughs> Awareness Days. I think it's so ridiculous. Yep. So, I mean, there we go. They did they did their job, didn't they? They did. I bring it I up all the time. I especially love it with the whole Somerset accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it works so well for us. <laughs> and I mean, in terms of kind of the type of content, um, I know you touched upon kind of graphics and video, like it's, you know, I suppose it's just having a good mix, like any platform. Absolutely. And I think, the you know, it's all about trial and error. Um, so that is a key thing as well to creating a business account is that you get analytics in Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So each time you log on to your account, you can clearly see what pins are performing well, which ones are getting the most views, which ones are getting the most saved or engagement of people liking it or commenting on it. Um, so that's really important to know what's working for you and what's not. Um, because, yeah, they also have like, if, if you've got a product rather than a service, they do do product pins as well. And you have kind of Pinterest shop now as well. So, yeah, it's, you know, turning to more towards the direction of the likes of Instagram where you can shop completely off of the off of the mm-hmm. platform. And I noticed the other day that even on my personal account, I'd saved some things down and I've now got a new little folder up here that Pinterest have generated with a your shopping list. And it's kind of put all the things that have come from, from product pins into there. So I can quite easily help me, <laughs> help me on my little buying spree, <laughs> just log into that folder <laughs> and it's all there ready, waiting to be bought. So obviously as a marketer, if you've got um, your product pins, that's, that's a great place to, 
to be for people just to simply click onto them and yeah, and yeah it goes straight through to your product. But it is really trial and error, um, like with all social media platforms, it's finding what works and what your mm-hmm. audience are really engaging with. And if you find that video pins aren't working so much and your static pins are, then go down that route. But mm-hmm. I think you'll find there will be a mix a mix in there. So it will be a mix that's needed yeah. um, to make you it You can successful. also now post, I suppose it's similar to stories on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could create content to sit on that rather than your main feed um, and create kind of a canvas of content and mm-hmm. storytelling through that. Um, that's called idea yeah. pins, I think. So that's right. And it's, it's kind option. of been done to to kind of mimic again instagram stories hasn't it where you can yeah. put multiple pictures and videos together to create um yeah like a, a story a pin mm. um which is a good yeah, idea then, isn't it yeah. to get a good yeah. you know it's like because a little marketing is all about storytelling these days isn't it it's all about that journey and that yeah that story and though yeah that, yeah it's a perfect opportunity to, to get that across yeah it's like a little sizzle people. reel isn't it just to yeah. kind of show everything you do um and actually thinking of the setup and where you've been talking about keywords and your pins, um, I know this is going back slightly, but it, it's quite important that's on when you set up the profile as well, isn't it? When you actually think about what kind of, um, what you've got underneath your bio, you should be thinking about those keywords too, so that when people Absolutely. are searching, it's, you're coming up. Yes. Yeah. We, we talked about the keywords earlier and they really need to, do need to run through your whole mm-hmm. Pinterest presence. So yeah, you, you've got a snippet of, of bio information um, and fill that with your with your keywords. So as soon as people land on you, they know exactly what you, you're offering or how you can help them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, infuse that as well throughout your pins, throughout your boards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every step you take on Pinterest, make sure your keywords are in there. <laughs> yeah. And I suppose in terms of um like is there a minimum amount if you were getting started particularly before you started promoting it through other channels like maybe via your website or newsletters that we talked about earlier is there a recommended amount of boards or pins you should have up you know are we is it kind of a get five up get ten up get you know yeah I'm not sure if there's like a magic number I think it comes down to that done over perfection yeah scenario again um I think you just need to get started um yeah. and we can oh, we're all very guilty of saying oh we just need to have this done before we then do that yeah. I think I think you've just got to get started and pins don't take that it, it like I said earlier if you're building a pin on a piece of content that you've already got they really don't need to take that long we just need to design a graphic um and think about your keywords to, mm-hmm. to put in with that graphic and in with that pin um and it, it's up and it's done mm-hmm. so they really don't have to take that long so I think get started. Yeah. <laughs> um, have a think about what what your boards are going to include and maybe start mm-hmm. kind of designing them to have them in sections and maybe get one or two pins in each just to start showing what you're all about. Mm. Um, but I would definitely say don't don't hold off. Don't think you can't push it anywhere else just because you haven't got enough yet. Yeah. Just get started and get, get going. going. Get going, and get where going. you talk, yeah, and when you talked about graphics there, um, in case it's terrified anybody into thinking, I'm not a graphic designer, I can't do it. I mean, it can be something really simple. We love cam, we love using Canva, don't we? We love so, Canva, <laughs> and Canva has so many templates that you can use that are yeah. already they have all the correct dimensions. It's you can pop your brand colors in there. You can, it's 
it's yeah, it's brilliant for that kind of thing. Simple, such a mm. simple um, tool to use. Um, and like you say, you've only got to click. I think they've even got an option there for a Pinterest yeah. pin, or you can just click on that. So it's all the right sizes. So many templates to choose from. So even if you're an absolute novice, you will find yeah. your way on Canva. So it really doesn't have to be scary at all. Yeah. And then, of course, other pins don't have to be graphics. Like you said, they can be pictures. They can be product pictures. They can be lifestyle pictures that you have. They can be behind-the-scenes videos. They can be an unboxing of one of your products with Absolutely. just hands. You know, it can, you know, it's sort of world as your oyster, really, isn't it? As long as it's got a visual, then, exactly. then you're sorted. Yeah. Um, are, there any, are there any cons if you, I mean, we obviously love it, has so have been waxing lyrical. But um, <laughs> mm-hmm. even if we don't, even if they're not cons necessarily, I suppose what are the things, what are the things that you have to consider before before using Pinterest that might, yeah, it is time consuming. So, um, and mm-hmm. as Leah said, you need to be posting fairly regularly. Um, so, I think you need to make sure that you can commit to doing that regularly and can commit to the time that it takes to get it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. There's yeah, no point no. in having a social media platform that you pay attention to for a few weeks and then you forget about it. And then people find you through Pinterest and it's not used. And mm-hmm. it, it probably does more damage than good if, if that yeah. happens. As we always say, don't we? It's like pick your platforms and do them yes. well. Don't try to do That's absolutely it. everything. Um, yeah, pick and yeah, choose. There's so many platforms out there. You, I know a lot of people try to be everywhere all of the time, but like you just said there, we would always advise to just pick two or three that you want to do really, really well and just stick to them and let the others be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let the others be. Leave and then them when alone. you've grown and you have a humongous marketing department that yeah. can, you know, <laughs> bring have, them in. <laughs> exactly. Then then do do everything. <laughs> but, but until yeah. then, do until then, just just two, two or three. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but another con I would say is that I know I know we said earlier that the reach is vast and it is on Pinterest. It, there's so many users, but it does sway slightly to more, more towards women and it does sway slightly more towards the kind of younger generation. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a product or service where you're aiming at 60-year-old men, perhaps, maybe that's yeah. not the right platform for you. You do need to look mm-hmm. at those demographics and make sure that yeah. it's the right platform for you. There might be another one that's that's more, you know, more suitable for what you have to offer. Um and I would also say as well, like it is a visual platform. So you do need to make sure you've got strong visuals. So that makes mm-hmm. it much harder if you're a service-based business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obviously, but if you're a product-based business, it's amazing. It's just the perfect place to put your lovely, lovely product images. But for a service-based images, you really need to find real quality, kind of engaging, inspirational yeah. um, phot- photography to, to go yeah. with everything that you're you're trying to push through Pinterest. Yeah, um, blurry, low quality images are just not going to cut it at all. So you do need to have that good photography behind you. Yeah, very good, very good point and tip. Um, any other, any other fine, maybe final pointers or tips? Um, I think, I think the, the most important thing is, and we did touch on it earlier, is analysing. I know yeah. it can be so exciting setting up a new a new platform, getting going, you're getting all your content <laughs> out there. You're just really excited. It's getting, you know, 
But you do need to keep an eye on on those analytics and really check in regularly with what's performing well. And Pinterest is really good for it. And that's why it's so important to have that business account rather than Mm -hmm. just a personal account. Um, But it's really easy to go into those analytics. You can see how many views each pin is getting, how many shares, how many click-throughs. And if you find that something's not working, just stop doing it. Don't waste your time and effort on on something that just isn't working. Mm -hmm. Um, And you may feel like you're kind of repeating the same thing a little bit, but if it's working, go with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think that's, that's the key. Absolutely. I think, and we, we say that across the board, don't we? It's just, just keep, and what might have been working for quite a long time can suddenly stop working for, for many, Don't many different Yeah, for many <laughs> reasons. Things change, things change quite quickly. And it's it's important to just keep analysing and, and adapting. Yeah. And there's, as you said, there's nothing wrong. If something isn't working and gaining traction, leave it and do and do more That's of the right. stuff that yeah. is it is working really well it is trial and error but pinterest is really set up to look at those analytics to know what is working so mm. yeah and weirdly i know this goes into advertising as well but i always think i can't remember who said it, and, and it's an analogy that somebody told me years ago um in terms of when you're boosting social media posts and this goes for sort of Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, when a post isn't performing very well, the temptation as a brand or a company is to boost, put money behind it Mm -hmm. to boost it because I'll reach more people and it will be great. But, but the reality is that it's not getting traction because maybe it's not a very engaging piece of content and actually you're kind of wasting your budget what you should do is look at the really engaging posts that are doing really well and boost those. <laughs> do more of that. Yeah. yeah. And boost those and do more of that. And yeah. it's because somebody, somebody told me, I really wish I could remember who it was. And I was like, that's a brilliant way of explaining it. So I said, if you remember it old school wise and you had a, a poster, you know, and you printed it off and you stuck it wow, up and people did old school Jenny. Yeah. And they're like, but if you didn't <laughs> like it and people you weren't getting the response, you were, you wouldn't pay more money to print more of them and stick them around everywhere, hoping That's a that really actually good analogy, yeah. other people would really like you'd be like, oops, screw that one in the bin and we'll we'll try do again. we'll do and try again and do another one and put our money behind that. And I've always thought that was just a great way of explaining it. And I'm sorry, whoever you are that told me that <laughs> <laughs> for not giving you credit and stealing it as my own. <laughs> no, that's really, that is really good advice. And yeah, yeah, because it's, it is all too easy to just throw money behind things these days, boost a post, you know, and sponsor it. And yeah, it's not the answer. You need to look at the content and what yeah. your content is actually doing to make it work. Absolutely. And I realised that was a slight tangent for me to, to take that <laughs> off into. Um, but thank you. To, and any final, any final thoughts? I think we've probably, I think we've probably done it. I think we've, we've covered, covered it. Covered, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we could talk about all day, to be honest, going into the complete ins and outs, but that's kind of an overview of yeah, yeah what yeah. it is, why you should use it and how to get yeah. started. So how to information overload. <laughs> yeah. And as you said, and as you know, you said, Leah, just, Oh, just go for it. You're not going to lose anything yeah. by by dive in, get pinning. Exactly. And yeah, uh, yeah good luck. Yeah, but um, if you do want to find out any more about Pinterest, we do have some resources on our website as well, um, which you can find at adpr.co.uk. And as always, um, we'd be happy to 
to talk to you and give you a little bit of advice if you need it. Um, And equally, if you have anything you do want us to cover on the podcast, just let us know, get in touch, and we would love to hear from you. Um, In the meantime, that's it from us for now, and we'll see you next time. Bye.